Ladies and gentlemen, reading is one of the most transformative habits I ever implemented in my life. And to be honest, I think I can heavily credit it as one of the main reasons that I made my first million at the age of 18 and have multiplied it ever since. So I actually started reading a book a week at the age of 14 and I'm so grateful that I did. You know, I carried that habit from the age of 14 to 17 and then from there, you know, that's kind of when my business really started to take off and you know, it was a little more tough to get in reading a book a week. But yeah, I'm especially grateful that I started reading at such a young age because at that age you're so like malleable. Like, you know, I was reading all these nonfiction books, all of these self-development books, finance books, business books, uh, biohacking and health books, sleep meditation books, philosophy, like it just a, a whole plethora of reading material and I never questioned anything. You know, if I would read something, I would just take action on it immediately. Cause as I said, at that age, I don't think you have as big of an ego or you're not as jaded or you assume that you know everything. So as I said, at the age of 17 and 18, as my businesses really started to pick up, I slowed down my reading habit, tried to pick it up 2019, started reading two books a month. And then now here in 2020, I am back to reading a book a week. Now, I know reading is one of those habits that is immensely difficult to pick up and just get in the habit of. And once again, if you fall off, it is just as difficult to make it a routine and make it a habit again, as I have found out this year. So in today's video, I'm gonna give you five practical tips to read more books and really break down how I mash read a book a week. So tip number one is build it into your routine. Like solidifying any habit in life, you need to assign a specific time to it. Now, earlier this year, I was actually reading just after meditation, I was reading the 30 minutes right before I jumped into work. Now, usually I actually train and work out in the mornings, although you know things have been a little different in 2020, as you know. So that's why I mix things up a little. I actually prefer to read at night before bed. Now, 99% of the books I read are non-fiction. So I know for a lot of people reading before bed, it gets your mind racing, gets you very technical, and that actually impedes your ability to fall asleep. But for me, for some reason, I have my chamomile tea, I've got my classical music playing in the background. I've got my book. I've turned off all my electronics an hour before bed. And for me, I actually find it very, very relaxing and I can get to bed very, very easily. Also, I think there is something there. There's some something holy about that hour, about that 30 minutes where you're where you're just in a different state. And I feel as though I'm able to internalize information in books a lot better before bed, even nonfiction books. And as I said, you need to test and try out what works for you. Not, not everyone can read right before they fall asleep. In the same way for me in the morning, you know, uh, when things are back to my normal schedule and gyms are open and this and that, like I much prefer working out, meditating and getting straight to work. So as I said, really just find out whatever works for you and stick to that same routine every day. Same thing applies for if you're trying to build a meditation habit, a mindfulness habit, pick a specific time every day and make it a habit, make it a ritual. Tip number two is have intent going into the book. Now, really, this only applies to nonfiction, but as I said, 99% of the books that I read are nonfiction. And to be honest, even most of the fiction books I read, uh, for example, some of my favorites, Atlas Shrugged, 1984, Brave New World, um, The Great Gatsby, uh, Mayor of Casterbridge, those sort of books. Most of the time I'm reading books with meaning to them. So, so even in those instances when I know that there's a, a modern classic that I really should have read, even with a lot of those books, I'm going in with intent. It's just every once in a while, there'll be a book that I'm, you know, is, is a uh, autobiography or a fiction book and there's no real intent. Like I'm actually just trying to enjoy myself. In those cases, obviously I don't go in with an intent. But the reason I say this is because right before I start reading a book, I actually like to go online and read summaries of the book. I like to read a uh, cliff notes and you know, I know some of you guys may be thinking, oh, but that's a spoiler alert. Well, not really when you're reading a nonfiction book, like I'm there to extract as much value out of that book as humanly possible. So 
I don't care if it's a, like if there's a spoiler alert because that allows me to that allows me to get some context as to what I'm about to read and also allows my RAS, my reticular activation system to kind of focus in and specifically hone in on parts of the book where I know it's most applicable to me and where because I've set my intent, I know that that part of the book will give me what I want out of it. So wherever you're writing notes, say for example, some of you guys may be writing notes in your notes section of your, your phone uh, or maybe using Notion or Bear or where, whatever it is that you're using to take notes. At the top of your book notes or your summary or whatever you make for yourself, go ahead and set an intent for that book. What do you actually want to get out of it? And that actually brings us to tip number three, which is you don't need to finish every single book. Now I know that every single reading purist is about to comment in the comments section that they vehemently disagree with me and that I'm an idiot and this and that, but hear me out. If you were watching an educational YouTube video online and you saw that either that it didn't deliver on the promise of the title or they were just very poorly made, you'd click away and you would feel absolutely zero remorse for doing so. So why do us as reading purists think that like once you start a book, you can't stop or you can't, you know, or you can't just accept the sunk cost and go, yo, this is not a good book. This is not a good book. The title is misleading or a lot of times, most of the times what authors do is they just keep spinning around the same topic and rephrasing it 80 different times because they can't make a book that's 60 pages long. They have to beef it up to 300 pages, even though there's really only 60 pages worth of value. You know, I finish around 80% of books and I'm glad that I don't finish those other 20% that, you know, that I only get maybe one third of the way through or half the way through because those are really those books. And we, we all know what it's like to have that book where you are adamant, you are going to finish it. And it just ends up sitting on your bookshelf for three months and you're just, you're trying to get through it and you're hustling your way through it and you're trying to make it happen when you could have just put that book to the side and just, you know, realize like, look, this didn't give me what I wanted out of it and just moved on to the next one. And it would have been so much more efficient and so much more practical and enjoyable for you. Now, tip number four is actually use a Kindle. Now, once again, this may be a controversial one. And up until 2019, I'd say 90% of the books I read were paperback or hardcover. And, you know, I'm an old soul. I enjoyed, you know, getting on the tube once a month, going to Brixton in London, where my favorite used bookstore is. And, you know, I'm just spending, you know, a couple hours there, you know, reading 10, 20 pages of a few different books and then picking out my four books for that month. You know, that ritual has a lot of sentimental value to me. That's what I started doing at the age of 14. And, you know, that means a lot to me. That said, I realized like, look, it's just so much more practical to read books on a Kindle. You know, you gotta ask yourself, if you're laying on the couch or in your bed or wherever, like how many positions can you actually read a book in, you know? Like if you've got a book, you know, if you've got a book, especially if you've got to highlight it as well, like it's, it's tough. Whereas with a Kindle, like I can, I don't even need to hold the book open, you know, with a Kindle, uh, sometimes I can be eating food and I can just crane my neck over as I'm eating food. I can just hold it up like this. I can hold it up like this. You know, there's the pushers on both sides. I can, you know, uh, when you're in a plane, it's so much more convenient when you're on the couch, you can, you know, you can read it like this. It's just everything about this thing is so much more convenient. And, you know, don't get me started when you go on holiday. Like I remember vividly many times where I would go on a holiday and, you know, I'd be by the beach or whatever, and you just end up ruining your book. Whereas this, I actually use the Kindle Oasis. Um, I think some of the other models as well now are waterproof, but um, I got this like almost two years ago at this point, And I've put this thing through the ringer. Like this has been to probably 20 plus different countries it has been high up in the mountains in Nepal has been to, you know, beach clubs. Cause I'm the weirdo and little nerd who, you know, all my friends are in the pool and I'm just sat there uh, reading a book. Uh, and I'm just still back at the, the day beds, you know, 
enjoying my book or whatever. So, you know, this thing really has been through the ringer and this thing is is a brick. It's withstood everything and um, sounds weird, but seriously, when you go on holiday, like I read in the pool sometimes. <laughs> I'll admit it, that's... What? You guys caught me. And yeah, this thing's waterproof. So it's quite nice to know that if you draw your uh, Kindle in the pool, uh, which I've never done, but it's nice to know that you can, uh, it's waterproof. And even just like, you know, going from you know, the ocean and then coming back and like having water in your Kindle and just knowing that, okay, nothing's gonna happen. It's not gonna break. Or like paperback, you're not gonna ruin your book. So yeah, when I was really trying to pick up the pace uh, in 2019 and kind of get back to a decent pace of reading a, a book every two weeks, I picked up the Kindle Oasis and I made the full switch to the Kindle ecosystem. Once again, with the amount of traveling that I do, I can have thousands of books on there. And I actually haven't had a home for eight months. I've been traveling and I just can't imagine what it'd be like to lug around all of these books when they're just all on there, uh, a highlight on there, and then that gets uh, uploaded straight to their cloud system. So you can go on uh, the internet and type in like cloud.kindle.com, I think, and you actually have all of your highlights and then it's easy to move that over to, for me, I use Notion. And then from there, I make my book summaries and all this, all this good stuff. <clears throat> and it's just so much easier. And the other thing is at my old place in London, you know, I actually put in the master bedroom en suite. I put not this one, this one would lay uh, in a different part of the house. Like I have my designated coffee reading area that would lay there. But I actually had my old Kindle, like the older, um, uh, like standard model, more beat up. I actually had that in the toilet and I'm sorry if this is you know, TMI, too much information, but yeah, rather than wasting my time when I went to the bathroom, you know, on my phone or something like that, like I would just read my Kindle and it was great. I had, and I would just skim read old books that I'd already read, refer to some of the highlights and this and that and very productive use of time. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I implore all of you, if you're still a little apprehensive towards moving towards the Kindle ecosystem, I understand, but definitely, definitely give it a good shot. Now, tip number five is learn how to speed read. Now, I don't want to get into specifics of this because it's different if you're reading paperback versus Kindle, for example. All I will say is that you should learn how to read twice the amount of books in the same amount of time. Now, once again, this really only applies to nonfiction because that's where you're trying to extract as much value and information while retaining as much as you can from the book. You know, it doesn't apply to fiction where you know, maybe you're on holiday, whatever, you're just trying to enjoy yourself by the beach. Now, the best place to start is actually to go online and you can take a test that gives you a number in terms of how quickly you can read also while retaining the information. And that'll really give you a good set point and give you a bit of context as to like how much could you improve and potentially how many more books could you read this year. So ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up for my five tips. I'm super curious to see what do you guys prefer, Kindle or paperback? So go ahead and do this. If you prefer paperback, drop a like. And if you prefer Kindle, just comment Kindle in the comment section. And apart from that, in the comment section, you'll be able to find the winner of Gadgie. So for any of you newcomers here on the channel, Gadgie is actually my bespoke clothing line. Everything is done in-house. I'm actually wearing one of the previous season's hoodies. Every single video, if you aren't already subscribed, just go ahead and hit subscribe, turn on post notifications. And anytime you see a new video within the first two hours, comment because every single video, I do a giveaway of Gadgie. My team sends it out to you free of charge, straight to your doorstep. And as I said, in the comment section, you can find today's giveaway winner from last video. So ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys enjoyed and I'll see you in the next one.